You are a seeker of better health, change, clarity. You yearn to feel peaceful, fulfilled, vibrantly healthy. You can feel lost in the chaos, the busyness, the feeling that there's just something missing from life. You are ready for a change. Welcome to Moondance Wellness Coaching. I'm your host and coach, Angela Kiddock. I've been on a journey through disease and health that's led me to find deeper meaning and greater fulfillment in life. Taking an expanded view of the word health, let's examine our personal growth, spirituality, our emotions and stress, exploring what it means to embody wellness in today's world. In the book, The Way of the Siobhan, an Irish shamanic path by Amantha Murphy, she says, the world is a weave of energy and every human being is a thread on that great weave. Each one of us also creates our own unique weave which vibrates around us. This energetic weave attracts everything we need in life. Hello and happy spring, everyone. Yes, we've just officially crossed the threshold from winter into spring following the spring equinox this past Sunday, March 20th. And while winter has been our time for deep rest, restoration, quiet, healing, solitude, and stillness, spring is our time for growth. This is the time when Mother Nature begins to awaken from her deep slumber, to create the earliest rumblings of growth deep below the surface, to begin the trajectory towards the full manifestation and abundance of the summer. So what does that mean for us as human beings? The same. We too start to awaken from the quiet of winter, to feel the rumblings of potential deep within us, sometimes experienced in early spring as anxiety, impatience, frustration, and to begin our own trajectory towards the abundance of life we experience in the summer. Have you noticed the pace of your life getting a little more hectic lately? Projects and commitments coming out of the woodwork? a pull to do more, go more? It's those spring rumblings beginning. Though January 1st may claim the title of New Year, it is the spring equinox that really marks the beginning of nature's new year. So this is an excellent time for planting seeds, setting intentions, recommitting to those resolutions, dreaming your big dreams for the future. It's a time to know what you really want at a time that is more in alignment with the natural ebb and flow of energy within and around us. So with the right energetic conditions in place externally, let's do some tending to the inner conditions. Let's take a deeper look at the law of attraction on an energetic level that goes beyond the more surface aspects of positive thinking that can quickly border on toxic positivity and not feeling our real feels, and beyond asking for money to suddenly appear in the mail, a la The Secret, so that maybe this year we'll finally get what we really want. Or perhaps instead of getting what we really want, we just might get what we need. You just have to want it, right? The law of attraction is one of a handful of spiritual laws meant to explain the energetic nature of the universe, and the one that tends to get the most attention. There's a common saying regarding the law of attraction. Have you heard it? Whatever we think or feel, the universe says yes. 
It always makes me think of this hilarious Saturday Night Live episode from way back in 2008, where Amy Poehler and Tina Fey address the nation as Sarah Palin while she's campaigning as McCain's running mate, and Hillary Clinton right after she lost the Democratic Party nomination to Obama. After Palin points out just how close she is to the White House, she says, It just goes to show that anyone can be president. All you have to do is want it. At this point, Hillary begins maniacally laughing while trying to maintain a professional face and says, Yeah, you know, Sarah, looking back, if I could change one thing, I probably should have wanted it more, and then begins maniacally laughing again while ragefully ripping off the side of the podium. It still makes me laugh so hard. Because we've all been there, right? Those times when we really wanted something and put all of our efforts and energy into that thing, and so according to the law of attraction, it should then happen, right? But sometimes it just doesn't. No matter how much we visualize it and think positively about it, no matter how badly we really do want it. So what's going on then? Brick by brick, making it happen. When it comes to planting seeds, planning our destiny, going after what we want, there's one very common way that we tend to go about this. Free will, control, solo creation. This is the path that we create, the one we lay down brick by brick by brick, alone of our own volition because we have been granted free will. This is not typically known as the path of least resistance, but it is the one in which we continue to feel that we have the most control. This is the path we are often on when we are tapped only into our masculine side, our young energy, our rational left brain. There's a story that I once heard about a girl who was accidentally trapped in a freezer and had a near-death experience where she temporarily died and went to the other side. She met a guide there who showed her around, and at one point she saw a group of souls who were laying down bricks to create a path. She asked who they were, and the guide explained, Those are the free willers. We aren't allowed to intervene from this side and help unless asked, so they're laying down their own path brick by brick. It's been so long that I don't remember the source of this story, but that particular image always stuck with me. Sometimes life does feel that way, doesn't it? That we're laying down our own paths brick by heavy brick by heavy brick. It's the price we pay to feel fully in control of our own destiny. But what if there was another way of going after what we want that didn't feel quite so heavy, as though it were ours alone to shoulder? For most of us, we only know some version of this first path, the one of pure free will, of efforting, of feeling that we alone must hold all the pieces together so that everything doesn't come crashing down. Our society is so overly tapped into our masculine, young, rational left-brain energy that It's the only path that tends to be modeled for us as a viable option. And it can be a rather exhausting place to be. I definitely know that firsthand as I lived most of my life that way until my body just finally broke down and forced me to find another way. So let's take a deeper look at this law of attraction as this comes into play when we're on the second path, the path that we don't have to shoulder all alone, the path of receptivity and co-creation. Aligning with the weave, co-creating. This second way is the path that we allow to unfold, the one we co-create with assistance from the universe. This often does feel like the path of least resistance. 
Although, as we discussed in the last episode, Polishing the Soul, it is not entirely without blocks on the path that may be there to serve us as course corrections or opportunities to lean in and grow. It's the path where we feel that we're in alignment with some magic of the universe, some moment of divine timing where the right people, places, things, and opportunities seem to find their way to us. This is the path we are often on when we are additionally tapped into our feminine side, our yin energy, our intuitive right brain. But this isn't about being only tapped into our feminine yin intuitive right brain energy. We do want to be tapped into a healthy dose of our masculine yang rational left brain energy also. Remember, it's a co-creation, so we need our ability to receive as well as our ability to create. It's just that most of us in our culture are tapped way too far into our masculine side, regardless of gender, as these are energies we all embody. So the emphasis for a while is going to have to be on reintegrating the missing feminine half. Instead of being in hunting mode only, going out and taking what is ours, we are allowing ourselves also to sit back, tune in, and like a powerful magnet to attract and receive the right opportunities by allowing them to find their way to us. But this requires a degree of trust, patience, and a bit of inner work in advance. Like a song stuck on repeat, ego agenda versus soul program. I think the way that we've come to think about and use the spiritual principle of the law of attraction is a little too human. It's like we're still stuck in that first story, the one about free will and control, and then we just plastered the law of attraction on top of that, giving ourselves an even deeper sense of false personal control that we now have a tool to manifest whatever we want. But the law of attraction is sneaky. Remember that saying, whatever we think or feel, the universe says yes? Remember how we decided it must be nonsense since this doesn't always happen no matter how badly we want something and visualize it and think positively about it? Well, guess what? The saying is actually true. We just don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. And we forget to consider an important aspect of who we are as multifaceted individuals, our energetic body or our soul. While we're busy writing down what we want in the physical realm, thinking positively about it in the mental realm, feeling only happy feels about it in the emotional realm, the energetic realm, it's sitting there as a massive holding pool of everything we no longer want, secretly and unintentionally sabotaging our best laid plans, unless we attend to it, which most of us don't. As Robert Moss says in his book, The Three Only Things, Tapping the Power of Dreams, Coincidence, and Imagination, check on the personal history you may still be carrying in your energy field. You can defeat your own goals if you are freighted with the burdens of past shame and pain and failure so that your body does not believe you. The traditional Hawaiian healers known as kahunas have a profound teaching about this They say that the ordinary mind has very little to do with creative manifestation. The best that can manifest in our lives comes through the creative partnership of the dense energy body and the higher self. Get them working and playing together and the ego will come along.
So what does that really mean? We typically try to manifest what we want in our lives from our small s ego self, as opposed to our capital S higher self, from our ordinary mind, as Moss puts it. But our old history stuck in our energy body gets in our way. Our energy body stores the old stories, the old patterns, the old programming, limiting beliefs from ourselves, our families, our society, past hurts, shame, failures, losses, repressed anger, resentments. And unless we clear that out, we will continue to get more of the same in our lives, like a song stuck on repeat. Because guess what? The universe doesn't say yes to the desires of our ego or ordinary mind. It says yes to the stories of the energy body, to the program written into our soul. Whatever is written into your energy body or soul is what you are unwittingly manifesting into your life. It's frustrating to consider that we may be the ones preventing whatever it is we desperately want from showing up in our lives. As Henry Thoreau has been quoted as saying, as long as a man stands in his own way, everything seems to be in his way, government, society, and even the sun and moon and stars. But knowing this, we have the opportunity to do something about it. The how-to. The key then to manifesting into our lives what it is we truly want and to stop inadvertently manifesting what we don't. Number one, clear out the old patterns, the old programming still living within you by deeply clearing out the energy body or soul. How? Shamanic energy healing is one fantastically deep and effective method for scouring the energetic slate clean. Number two, align your intentions for the future, not with the wants of the ordinary mind, but with the deepest desires of your soul. How? Learn to listen to your intuition, the deep knowing of your soul. Spiritual life coaching and soul purpose archetypes can both teach and encourage you to tap into your intuition and live life aligned with your soul. Number three, remember that once you enter into a co-creative partnership with the universe, it becomes less about what you want to manifest in a heavy brick by brick way and more about being receptive, open and curious to the opportunities you need that will soon be coming your way. It's about starting to release some of your own personal grip of control by sharing that burden with the universe. We love to feel in control, but honestly, we're just giving ourselves too much human credit and stressing ourselves out in the process. Instead, we can free up more space inside of ourselves to play on our path and feel peaceful while doing so. The Great Weave Amantha Murphy says in her book, The Way of the Siobhan, an Irish Shamanic Path, each one of us creates our own unique weave which vibrates around us. This energetic weave attracts everything we need in life. While we're busy with our inner work of cleaning up our side of the street and creating our unique web of attraction around ourselves, let us not forget our role in the grander scheme of things. As Amantha also says, the world is a weave of energy, and every human being is a thread on that great weave. If we've done our inner work and yet something still isn't coming to us in the way that we envisioned it or on the time schedule that we hoped for, it is helpful to remember we are all sacred weavers weaving our individual destinies together into one great tapestry. 
We may not receive what we want because what we need will allow us to weave an even brighter, more impactful thread into the tapestry of life. And if you need a little inspiration for how you'll go about your new method for spring manifesting this year, you can always think of the master weaver, the spider. Spider doesn't go out and expel all its energy hunting down what it wants. It joyfully and thoughtfully creates a web, and then it patiently waits on that web for the universe to bring it its lunch. Disturbingly genius. Happy spring manifesting. Here's to the deepest spring cleaning you'll ever do, scouring your energetic slate clean. May you joyfully enter into a co-creation with the universe, weave your beautiful web, and receive everything you need for your soul to grow this spring. So in addition to scouring your energetic slate clean and aligning with the deepest desires of your soul, what are some of the problems that spiritual life and wellness coaching can address? Problem one, the life doldrums. What you're seeking, deeper meaning. What you say, all of the large building blocks of my life are in place, the house, spouse, career, family, and on paper, I should be happy but it feels like something is missing. Your healing mantra? Sometimes it's not about changing our lives. It's about changing the way we experience our lives. Problem two, long suffering. What you're seeking, vitality and health. What you say, I keep suffering from physical, mental, or emotional ailments, and I can't find answers to solve or fix them. It's preventing me from living my best life as I'm tired, worn down, sick. I don't want to keep living my life this way. There must be another way. Your healing mantra? Heal the soul and the body will follow. Support the body so the spirit has room to dance. Problem three? Stuck dreams, what you're seeking, inner and outer growth. What you say, I have big dreams and visions for my life, but I keep running into my own fears, stuckness, self-sabotage. I long to fulfill my true purpose and sacred calling, but I feel stuck in the level I'm at. Your healing mantra, fear and stuckness are fuel in hiding. They can be alchemized into the energy needed for inner growth and outer transformation. If you're curious about coaching, set up a free consult at my website, moondancecoaching.com. It's a chance for us to meet over Zoom and answer all your questions, no strings attached. If you'd like to learn more about spiritual life and wellness coaching, you can do that on the website as well, moondancecoaching.com. As you journey into spring in this next chapter of your lives, I'll leave you again with this quote from Amantha Murphy in The Way of the Siobhan, an Irish shamanic path. The world is a weave of energy, and every human being is a thread on that great weave. Each one of us also creates our own unique weave which vibrates around us. This energetic weave attracts everything we need in life. For more info on personal growth and wellness coaching, visit moondancecoaching.com. Set up your free intro call or find an upcoming class or event. 